Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. All right, so check it. On this podcast, we're going to take it back. We're going to talk 80s hip hop. More specifically, we're going to talk about some of the best songs that came out in the 80s when it comes to hip hop. We've got our certified top five hip hop songs from the 80s. And I've got a special co-host coming through. The homie Eclectic is back in the building. So sit back, relax. I'll drop the theme music and we'll get the podcast jumping. Let's get it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the 12 Kyle Podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. Uh, As I mentioned at the top, man, we're talking about the 80s. And anytime you talk about the 80s, or anytime I talk about hip-hop, man, I got to bring people on, man, that know a little bit of what they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, that lends to the credibility of this podcast. Because, see, I know hip-hop. But, you know, I got to bring people on, man, who know what the hell they're talking about. And our guest, you know, he he knows a little bit. (laughs) This dude, man, you've heard him on here before, man. Um, A guy who needs no introduction, man. This guy, he's he's been on the podcast several times, and I've been on his podcast. And we're like the the ghost face and and Raekwon of this podcast shit, to be honest. You know, we're we're, we're freaking frack. You know, we're we're, oh, we're 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 Jordan and Pippen. We're mm. you know Ren and Stimpy. Ladies and gentlemen, man, uh, guy who needs no introduction, man. My man E Collector E, what up, baby? Yeah, should I blow this mic? Like I said, I might. Got the force of twenty, man, like a Jedi Knight. <laughs> What's cracking? Uh. Yo, I'm, I'm 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 here, man. It's, it's it's nice to be here, man. Look, we're saying we're saying uh, goodbye. We can say goodbye to the summer, hello to the fall. Yes. You know, you know, everything's nice, man. This is a great time to be alive, man. It's a great time to podcast and it's and if we're talking the eighties, it's a great thing to discuss. If if you ever do a show about hip hop in the two thousands, lose my number. <laughs> nah, man. I, I don't really know that that even actually could be possible of happening. Um but yeah, man, I got you on here, man. We're talking eighties. Uh, now in the eighties, man, a lot of songs came out. Uh, to to on this particular podcast, we're going to talk about you know our favorite song, hip hop songs from the eighties. Um, mm. And so that being said, it's very subjective, and we're going to get into our actual certified top five songs. Uh, but before we get in that, man, mm. what was the mu- you know for somebody listening, for somebody let's say 16, 17 years old who wasn't around in the eighties. Or you know maybe they kill were yourself. <laughs> or maybe they were too young. Or maybe they were around in the eighties and was just lame as hell and wasn't hip to what was going on. Mm. Um, the music scene. What what was hip hop like in the eighties? <sighs> hip hop in the eighties. It was, um, and, and this is gonna sound cliche, but it was a movement. But it wasn't the type of movement that you would. You know, a tribute to music. It wasn't a 
rebellion or renaissance or anything. Well, it was more of a renaissance, but it wasn't, um, you know, like protests or anything. Um, and growing up, you would, um, in certain households, um, your parents would have a, a big stereo. Stereo systems used to be a thing back in the day. Mm-hmm. And they used to have turntables, record players. Some um, even had eight-track players in them. Um, but your, your parents, whether it's your mother, your father, both, they're not together. Look, God bless you. Um, they would uh, play music while, while they're cleaning up or while they're cooking. You know, Sunday, Saturday mornings. They play music. That the friends that come over, your aunts and uncles come over. They play cards and they play music, and and you would get anything from the Motown classics to to funk and Parliament and and, and your, your, your cameos, your Patti LaBelle's, all these types of music. Um, and then something happened. Something happened where it wasn't. Some music would come out, and it wasn't any singing. <laughs> And the beats was just a little different. And yeah, just people talking. And the more you listen to it, because your, your parents weren't playing it, you'd be outside and somebody mm-hmm. drive around to play it. Or if you're listening to the radio, because a lot of times, you know, we had we had radios that was just the radio. That's it. It didn't have a cassette player on it, or it was just the radio. You had a transistor radio. And, but you would listen to the radio. You would listen to radio stations. And unlike now, there's there was no hip-hop radio station. Right. There was no, hey, what station do I turn to when you come, in, come into town? It was, you know, it was just the station that played urban music. Mm-hmm. I.e., air quote, black music. <laughs> and, so, and so then, every now and then, you know, they have a new DJ on there. And he'd play something that you like. What is this? And you would listen, and then you would hear it again, because if they they played it once, you might not hear it again for right. a couple of days. Exactly. And so then, but when you hear that familiar beat, oh, that's that, that that's that song, and you would listen to it some more. And what happened was that music was speaking directly to us the youth there wasn't they weren't singing they weren't giving us ballads they weren't trying to make us have sex it wasn't uh they weren't trying to show any vocal talent it was just it was just people rhyming about regular everyday stuff that is what in the 80s what made hip-hop great and what still makes it i don't want to say better than what is go, going go on? Ahead. You now, can say it. It's better. Let's, let's say, <laughs> let's say more authentic. Gotcha, gotcha. Than what it is because it was ultimately unabashedly relatable. Mm. No matter wow. what they were talking, it was relatable. When Sugar Hill Gang made rappers delight, it was relatable. Hey, I've been over a friend's house to eat. You know, like yeah, okay. The hot butter on the popcorn. I love butter on my popcorn. Right. You know, but you know when 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 people were rhyming back then, uh, they were rhyming about going to school and getting off of school and 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 
some were rapping about doing drugs. Some were rapping about not doing drugs. You would see people, they would rap about smoking. So it, you would, there was things that you could see. Run DMC would rhyme about their Adidas. Like, hey, I have, I have a pair of Adidas. Right. Me too. Uh, um, PE, um, who wear black Wranglers. I got some Wranglers. <laughs> Run DMC, no Calvin Klein's, just wearing Lee's. I got some Lee's. You know, it was it, it was it was it was crazy. Kiss my girl every day and go to school. And my ace Jesse J is not a fool. Like yeah, I I also go to school. Uh, Beastie Boys. Um, so I went into your locker room during classes. Went into your locker and I smashed your glasses. Just 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 regular relatable stuff. They rapped about sitting outside watching the cars go past. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, so um, it was it was it was relatable and it was it was for us because at the time, most of it, our parents didn't necessarily get because it, it wasn't because they were just like, ah, this is terrible. It was just like, where's the singing? What they just didn't quite get that. They just so at some point, are they going to start singing? Like nah, this is this is this is what it is, and so you know the the um what is it the message right. and rep the light. Parents like those songs. They was like, okay, it's kind of catchy. I get this, but then once you once once uh I need a beat comes on or uh, King of Rock, they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't. That's for y'all, man. That's right. that, that's it. But it, that that was the thing. Never since you know, not since fuck, maybe when the Beatles came out or something like that, were their music that people were like, nah, that's just for y'all. That's look, we accept it. That's mm-hmm. that's for you guys. And and that's that was the first thing that it was just for us. It was like um musical toys. Mm. It was like, I'ma get you this, but I don't I mean that's for you. I don't know what you even gonna do. What are you you gonna listen to this? What do you? I don't. Whatever. Go ahead. And so in the eighties, man, that's that's what hip hop. It was like for hip hop was something that was for the kids, and it was it was relatable. And it was it wasn't anything that we couldn't necessarily do ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like I I'm gonna I'm gonna go rap too. I'm gonna rap outside. It's just like playing basketball. You will watch basketball. You're like, eh, it's a hoop outside. Yeah, I can do that. I might not be as good as these guys, but it, it's so it was so dope. And so, like, you know, fast forward to now, it's not relatable. Oh, it's like you're gonna talk about your, your Bugattis. Yeah, you're gonna talk about that and your Maybach and <laughs> oh, and you oh oh the forty forty women you just had sex with and <laughs> oh and, and the kilos wait, that mate, you just pushed. Yeah, wait a minute, you're doing what with cough syrup now? <laughs> so, so, like, why would you do that? We didn't even want to take Coster when we were sick. What? Oh do you, my what, gosh! Still want to take Coster? No. What? You, so that's that's the thing to do. Okay. So you know, it's just weird. Now it's not relatable. And when you try, it's it's it, they try to it's reverse relatable. So back then they would say something and you would listen like, yeah, I do that too. I, oh, my boy is just like him. Mm-hmm. Now you listen to something and like, oh, that's what you're doing. Oh, I'm gonna go through that too. <laughs> oh man, that is so true. That is so so true. Um, I I, I agree, man. The '80s, it it was 
music wise, especially for hip hop, because and it's something you touched on before uh, on a previous show. You know, this was supposed to be a fad, right? Mm. So when and it wasn't even called hip hop; it was called rap. Yep. And so when this this rap was pro, you know produced to the masses and introduced to people. Um, a lot of people saw it like disco. Okay, this is what y'all gonna be doing for a couple of for a couple of months, and then, or, or like breakdancing. You know, you're gonna do this for a little while, and then you'll move on to something else. So, you know, when it started to grow and expand, you know, people still, generally speaking, outside of you know the communities that it affected or people who actually gravitated toward the music, they didn't care. Like, I mean, like it was it was merely a blip on the radar because for the most part. You know, particularly in the early 80s, it wasn't getting a lot of airplay on the radio and it wasn't getting a lot of love, you know, on TV. So, you know, Run DMC, before they blew, they couldn't just show up on Soul Train, you know. Uh, huh. So it, it, it was a process and it wasn't until, you know, the groups like Run DMC and, and the artists like LL started kicking down doors literally for them to open up. Yeah, and then, because go ahead. In, 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 in the 80s, in the early days of rap, it was treated as a novelty. Mm-hmm. Um, you had um, Rappin' Rodney. You had Rodney Dangerfield made a rap song called Rappin' Rodney. I remember that. Yeah, I mean, people were just were like, oh man, I'm look, I'm rapping. Uh, uh, my name is this, and I'm here to say. You know, <laughs> they had the... Um, the, the answer machine joints that you could buy. They were like, I'm not home right now. And the, 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 you know, so it was it was treated as a novelty, like, ah, we gotta do the rap thing. Hey, let's do the rep the rapidy rap thing. Mm-hmm. And and so it was treated as a novelty. It was treated as a throwaway this is uh the cabbage patch dolls. I'm like, okay. Right. And then you're gonna outgrow this and mm-hmm. we can get back to some more serious so it was like uh, if you, your kid's crying, it's like, okay, you you got that out your system, right? You done. Now, you know, <laughs> now can we go in Walmart, right? You know? So that's how I was treated. Yeah. So it, it. So so that's where it was. So for those of you listening, like hip hop in the hip hop and rap in the eighties, uh, it it had to grow, uh, to say the least. And when it grew, it you know blossomed into something that both E and I you know eventually gravitated towards, and then you know fell in love with. Um, and and that was one of the reasons why we wanted to do this podcast, man. Because we we're just gonna kick back, and for those of you who did not get a chance to experience the '80s in hip hop, or if you did, you know, kind of get some discussion going about your favorite songs in it. Because everybody's got like these pop songs that they love from the '80s. Everybody's got these groups or songs or you know dances or anything else that reminds them of the '80s or '80s cartoons. But it's a little different when you talk about the hip hop songs from the eighties. Now, so these are just our favorites. These are our certified. So if somebody did not come up in that era, or let's say they came up in that era and they don't remember, this podcast is for you because you get a chance to hear what two certified people from people who are what I like to say uh, tenured in hip hop. What we think about our favorite songs in the '80s and why, and you know, at the end of this podcast, if you could disagree, if you want to disagree, I don't think you could disagree with us, but you know, if you want to disagree or tell us what your favorite five are. Um, so now, now, now Mr. Mr. Kyle, let me ask you a question. Let me ask mm-hmm. you a question, man. Uh, KD, 
There you go. Um, this this list, this five list. Now, is this our favorites, or is this five bona fide bangers that in the eighties these were the jams? Because it's different because between hey. All time, if it came out of the 80s, these are my top five. This one you might not have ever heard, but it's this song. I love this song. Or if you was in the 80s and this song came on, this was going to kill it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's two different lists. Now, which list are we going with here? I think we're going with these are just certified bangers from the 80s. Because, again, okay. and, and the reason why I say that is because, like, first of all, like I said, you and I are both tenured in hip hop. So, people who are listening know that we are authentic and we are official so if you say something's dope and i say something's dope <laughs> this shit is dope <laughs> I, mean, oh. I mean it's, it's me and you so you know it's that nobody can question whether or not it's, it's dope or not the the thing is is that i you and i if we go off favorites because our styles you know are different and you know, we both know a lot of songs. We could really blow some people's head with like our favorites that may not appear on anybody's top five, top ten, top twenty list. Okay. Uh, B sides that you know, you know, that people never heard, and they're like, "Yo, let me go to my uh, my YouTube and my Google machine and try to find this." So yeah. yeah, so let's just go with just the bangers, man. Because if we go with our favorites, both you and I, man, they they might stay on this list, but they might not, and it, and it really. Probably could blow the people's heads. So, you know, okay, just just check it. Say, no, no, it's a great question. Great question. You know, you, I, I see you. You want to protect the people's heads. I, I understand. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. <laughs> so, let's start off at number five, man. Number five, you're certified oh, top five. This is this is this is tough, man. This is tough. Okay. This is tough. I'm going to go with number five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going <laughs> to go with the symphony. Ooh. I'm going to go with the symphony. Because. Now, now you can tell from, from my reaction that it's not on my list, but I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, well, how did I not put that on here? So, so symphony came out. And this is one of the things about this song. Um, now, this is how I was introduced to it. I was introduced to it from the video. I remember I, this is this is one of the best things about hip hop in the '80s. You can remember where you were mm, yes. when you heard these songs, um, instead of you know now it's like oh yeah I was in front of my computer or on my phone. Um, but I was re- I was I was recording videos. <laughs> and the song came. I mean, the video came on. It was. I started off with black and white, and it just had this little break. And I was like, I don't know what this is. So I didn't even. I ain't even hit record because if if, it, if I didn't know what it was, or if they didn't put the name down at the bottom, and I was like, oh, that seems cool. Or if the music came on and didn't sound, I didn't record it. And so I was watching it. It was black and white, and it was. Um, it kept pausing when people came through the door, came through the little swing doors in the mm-hmm. western, old western thing, and it was like uh, Master Ace, Craig G. I was like, oh, I know Craig G, but I don't really. And then I saw Coogee Rat. <laughs> I hit record. I was like, boop. 
so I I never had the beginning of the video on my videotape. Wow. I was like, I was like, man, man. And then he walked in. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I don't even know if he's gonna rap on this song, but I'm recording it. And so, um, the track we never had a track like that at hip hop. Mm. When that came out, when that came, when that track came out, everybody in school, when we had a talent show, they would dance to that track. <laughs> that was that that was the track to dance to. Mm. Um. The, the 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 lyrics the lyrics on the entire song was ridiculous and so you listening to the song and then you know Master Ace like Craig G okay oh and then Coogee rap started rhyming with the hardest verse one of the hardest verses that ever came out in the eighties mm-hmm. and so you like oh sh-, he kills it and you're like oh man that was a good that was a good so whoa 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 because Big Daddy Kane didn't come through the doors in the beginning of the video. So you didn't know he was even on the song. So you just right. like, you're like, oh man, the battle of me is hazardous to help some put a quarter. In. What? Put a quarter in your ass because she plays just. And, and so then it was, well, why wasn't he in Western stuff? And right. why is he in the studio? And, 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 and who is this? And, and, and then you go to school the next day and like, yo, did you see? Did you hear? Did you? Uh, man, the symphony, one of the, to this day, is the greatest posse cut in hip hop history. Mm, mm, uh, mm. Um, I don't think anybody could dispute that. You can say the symphony. It's, 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 hard, it's hard to beat it. You can say the uh, scenario. You can say the headbanger, but you'd be wrong. Um, it's the greatest posse cut. It's not even my favorite posse cut, but I know it's the greatest. Hmm. <laughs> so, Juice Crow Stars is my favorite. Um, so, but oh, stop it. Juice Crow Stars is incredible. I like uh, Juice Crow Stars, but nah, it's not top of the symphony. But go ahead. <laughs> nah, <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, man, the symphony. I'm going. I'm going with symphony at number five, man. Man, that's that's incredible. And you know what, man? You, you really just took me back when you said recording the videos. Yo, shout out to recording the videos. For those of you listening, there was this phenomenon for for the us, us '80s babies. We we would, you know, much like when music got played on on the radio, we would you know have our uh, cassette tapes ready, um, record, play, pause <laughs> simultaneously. Right. And, uh, you know, so then with the advent of VHS, uh, you know, we get the videotapes, man. And, and, you know, now if your mom recorded the Young and the Restless, you know, you couldn't be recording over her stuff. Shouts to Victor and Nikki. <laughs> you couldn't be recording over her stuff with, you know, with uh, Yo! MTV Raps or, uh, or, or later Rap City. Um, but, yeah, pump man. It up. Oh, yeah. No question. Pump it up. Um, but yeah, man, you you took me back. So yeah, recording the videos was dope back in the day, and that's something that we that was another way that we did because you wanted to know what because like you you said before, if the symphony that particular time that the symphony came on that particular day because videos videos weren't in constant rotation. So Mm-mm. think about it. If let's say that day was a Monday, right? If you don't record that video on that Monday. There's a chance that that video doesn't come on again until what, maybe Friday. Hey man, I got a, I got, I got a, I got a quick story. Go ahead. I got a quick got story. 
so funny. It's, it's, and it's really, it's really another story. But look, one day, uh, one of my boys was staying over at my place. We were playing video games and stuff. You know, back in the days, you would have sleepovers and didn't think that it was gay. Um, <laughs> so one of my boys was staying over. Sleepover, but go ahead. Nah, man, yeah, we order pizza, sit up and just play video games, and then watch videos. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, go to sleep, wake up, eat cereal, and then go out and play, and you know, go home. But um, he he had to catch the bus. He had to catch the bus home because you know it wasn't a car situation at the time or whatever the fuck. But anyway, we was kicking it, and it's like, oh shit, videos is coming on, and so they turned on videos, and it was uh, Big Daddy Kane's "Ain't No Half Stepping." It was the first time it ever came on. We never, neither one of us has ever seen it. Mm. And he was legit pissed because he wasn't at home to record it. This dude was livid, and I was crying, laughing at him because I had it recorded because I was there. I was at home, bloop. But he was like, "Man, this is bullshit." (laughs) Because, like you said. We don't know when that's ever coming back on. So we don't know. Hey, man. And so he, I mean, I had never seen him that man, man. He didn't want to talk to me for the way. He was like, man, I'm about to go, man. And when he, got, he went to the bus stop, man, he was like, man, you don't even, I don't even, don't even wait up there with and me. And you man. know what makes it worse is that mm. you had it and he did. Oh, oh, it was, <laughs> hey, man. Oh, man, I got, man, next time I say, I'm going to be like, yo, remember when Big Daddy Kane's video came? <laughs> yo, he was incensed, man. Um, oh, that's funny. So that yeah, funny. that that legit happened. That legit happened. So yeah, because there's a couple of videos that I have not seen since then. Because I mm. can't. It's, it's one video for sure. It was this check, and the beginning of the video, she was like, "It's my time." At eighty nine, I waited in line, and then she said something, and I've never seen the video. Kiss it. This is how I know, because. She was unattractive, right? Okay. And she was sitting on some steps when she said this. And so I was recording videos. And then I like I left the room while I was the end of, you know, one of the videos was recording. I came back in the room and I saw her and I was like, oh, and I hit stop. I didn't want to record that. <laughs> you ain't supposed to stop the video, man. Hey man, I stopped. I was like, uh, stop. I don't want to, I don't want that. But your tape, so- but your tape space was precious though. Right. So 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 since it was you know just the beginning I just let it I let it I let it ride so then you know I put it back on record and play I mean record and pause and so when the, I remember what the video was uh, express yourself by song pepper was the next video I recorded mm-hmm. and but like a couple of weeks ago I was like I wonder what that video was like and I can't I don't know her name you don't I don't know I just, name I, you don't know nothing you can't even YouTube it no, that's what I'm saying. Because we were like, just YouTube. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I saw it. I, re- I remember seeing this and all stuff. So I was like, hell. I was like, I don't want that. And I just, that's, that's, that's one. I got a lot of videos, uh, recording video stories, but that's, that's two. But anyway, go ahead. I apologize. All because you didn't think she was cute. Wow. She was not. Put it like this She made, uh, Miss Melody look like Nia Long. Oh, shit. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, nah, man, not on my video, oh, uh, not man. on my VHS, on my forehead uh, VHS. Right, 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 right. Nah, so, no. so there you have it, folks. Just, I mean, that's that's a that's a perfect story. 
It's a perfect story <laughs> how things went down in the eighties. Um, my number five, my mm. number five coming in on my list. It takes two. <laughs> MC Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. Hit it, <laughs> man. And it's funny that you mentioned uh, recording because I think the first time I heard this song was through the video. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you had a chick dancing and then you had Rob Bass doing his little dance and then Easy Rock breaking it down at the end. Man, this song, man, I this, this is 80s hip hop. Like, I mean... It wasn't about him rapping about how much dope he sold. He didn't shoot nobody. It was just a fun, fun record. So for me, every time I hear it, um, it just takes me back, man. It takes me back to the 80s. And it was just, it was, like I said, a fun record. Um, I'm pretty, I mean, Easy Rock, rest in peace, passed away. But, you know, I'm pretty sure Rob Bass, when he does perform, I'm pretty sure he's performing this. Um, You know, but. He's still touring. Okay. And so, yeah, man, th- this song just it, it just goes, man. It go and again, if you for those of you listening who still go to clubs, should this come on in the club, you will be on the dance floor. Period. Point blank. That's a, that's that song. That's another um, video that started a little odd because it was started a little kid in a record store, and he was yes, just like, yes, he was yes. like, hey, you wanna? I, I wanna hit the new and and it, and it was like, you wanna play that? That's what you want. And I was just like, eh, what's this? And then it was like, right Don't about Don't tell me now. you didn't record it. I didn't record the beginning. Okay, okay. And so then, what I, after, after I hit it, I was like, oh, 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 record, record, record. <laughs> so I, I still, I didn't have the beginning of that video either. Look, man, <sighs> when you say precious VCR space, when VCR tape space, look, I couldn't just put anything on my tapes, man. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so anyway, and keep yeah. in mind, folks, you know, I don't even know how much VH, VHS tapes cost back then because I wasn't purchasing them. But like you said, tape space was precious because once we recorded these videos, we had to go back and watch them. And, and this would be something that we, another method of how we would learn the songs and the words and all of this and the dance moves. If there were dance moves, uh, shout out to the kid and play uh, kick, uh, kick step. Um, but yeah, man, that, that, that you, wow, you took me back. You took me back on that one. Yeah, we we had to record the videos, man. We had to record the videos. So yeah, I got it takes two coming in at number five. Uh, what you got for number four? Number four, mm. Paul Revere. Ooh, damn! Revere. Rick Rubin put his foot in the production of that. <laughs> I mean. Boy, that song just incredible. I mean, it's a nice story, but um, the Beastie Boys. I mean, if you were on the edge about if you were gonna like the Beastie Boys when they came out, if you heard, if you heard "Fight for Your Right," you got to fight for your right first. You might be like, ah. and if you heard "Hold It Now," "Hit It," you might have been like, okay. But once you heard Paul Revere, it was like, okay, number one, they're black. Number two. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I really thought that they were black. Number two was like, this this song goes. And I mean, we're talking, when this came out, didn't nobody have a car? 
So all we had was our box. All we had was the radio. And if you had any kind of bass on that joint, you fell in love with that song. Um, I don't ever met a single person, no matter what color, that doesn't like that song. I haven't even met a, a young person. If I met a young person and played this song for them, I have never heard anybody not like that song. Yeah, if if you don't like the song, something's wrong with you. Yeah, Paul, I had to put Paul Revere on the list because one, when you talk, typically when you talk hip hop, Beastie Boys don't come up, and that License to Ill album is a hip hop classic, and Paul Revere, just in case somebody's listening to this is unfamiliar. You have to once they look it up, they like this song is dope. Um, so you know, Paul Revere, man, he had a little horsey named Paul Revere. <laughs> man, that that is great. And you know what's funny? Because like anytime we do these lists, I always try to you know kind of determine in my mind how many songs that we might have, or how many how many things that we might have in common. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say two. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I, I think two. Two might be. Two, yeah, I think we might have two to say. Um, my number four. The show. Um, <laughs> the show for me, particularly the beginning. It makes when you listen to it, dun, 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 it makes it sound like it makes you think of one of those situations where something is happening and they want everybody to come to either come to the stage, come to the come to see what's going on. You know why that makes you feel like that? Why is that? Because that's the um, joint from the Emerald City and the Wiz. Ah, aha, exactly. When right before Richard Pryor starts announcing what color the the color is, it was like da 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 da. I didn't know that all these years. Like the color is red. I want to be called dead and red. I want to be seen green. Yeah, that's that's why it made you because that's the thing that got everybody's attention. Everybody's attention. Everybody's okay. Wow. See, look, all these years later, I'm learning new stuff about this song. Um, this song, man. It did a little bit of everything. Scratching, beatbox, um, you know, Dougie Fresh, Slick Rick. I mean, I, I don't know what to say, man. It, this song is the epitome of, and every time I hear it, I just think back to how it was in the 80s, man. You you had the boom. I mean, this is this is what, like, we in the 90s, we had boom bap music. In the 80s, we had boom box music. This was boom. This was, this was well done. Boom, this is boombox music right here. Like you had to bump it out your boombox, man. And I, I, I can make a case that you know, depending on who you ask, this is one of the all-time greatest singles in hip hop history. Uh, you know, I think on most lists, it's gonna fall in the top ten, maybe top twenty. Love this song, man. Love it, love it to death, man. Um, you know, you have some that love Lottie Dottie more. Uh, I ain't mad at that, but uh, for me, coming in at number four, man, the show. What you yeah. got? For number- oh, go ahead, go ahead. You want to respond? I um, I purposely didn't go with the Get Fresh Crew joints because it was gonna take up two of my spots. 
So I was just like, you know what? If we, if we went honorable mention, so I was like, because it, it was literally gonna take up two of my spots. And I was like, because I, I couldn't put one and not put the other. So I was like, you know, I'm not. I'm. I'm I, I I couldn't do it. And so. I struggle with with going back because I love I love Lottie Dottie too. Yeah, I mean, I remember again um, on the school, but I got listen. When it comes to hip hop, especially 80s, I got stories. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, we was on the school bus going to school. It was early in the morning. It was like six, six thirty. We just had to go because school was far. So we've been. We was on the school bus, and I was like, uh, <laughs> I was in the middle of the school. I was like, no, nah, I was closer to the back because you know I'm black. Um, but I just like, I just did the beginning beatbox. Mm-hmm. And somebody, somebody way was like Lottie, <laughs> Lottie, Dottie. <laughs> and then so, and so I, I just did the rest of the beatbox, and it was like Lottie. And then some, a girl was like Dottie. That was, one, that was everything, man. But one point, the entire school bus did the whole song going to school. I was just like. <laughs> As soon as I, I got the thing, I was just doing it, and everybody. I wish you, could, man. You, I could. I remember to the day, like the whole school bus was rocking back and forth to the song, <laughs> and then the bus driver was just looking back, like, "What is going?" Especially when we got to the singing part, people, the the the, uh, the, the bus driver was like, "What is happening?" Mm. Everybody was singing the song. It was it was it was incredible. Anyway, but yeah, I, I, um, that's a, that's an excellent, that's, that's a great story, choice. excellent choice. Um, what you what got the, for three? Three, three, three. All right, okay. See, now I'm getting it's almost choking at this point. I didn't want to go choke, but <sighs> you got to chill, man. I did not see that one coming. Talk about a curveball. So, <laughs> I love it though. I love it. So. The, so 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 when the when the edict was songs that were just certified bankers in the eighties, you don't get any better, too much better than you guys to chill because, so stated before, there was no song like you guys to chill before you guys to chill. Now here's the thing, I'm originally from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Where I grew up was literally around the corner, a couple of blocks from Roger Troutman's studio. Wow. We grew up on Zap. All the funk bands that was from Ohio. We, fuck, they were there. I, I, I told you, I always got stories. Mm-hmm. I remember being in the car. That I, I was in the car with my mother. I was in, the, I was in the back seat chilling. I think I was in the back seat. No, I was in the front seat this time. And we was at a stoplight. And on the left side was Roger Troutman's studio. It's just called Troutman Studios. And then. While I had the light, I saw two people running across the street from right to left. Because on the right side of the street was 
Church's Chicken. Because <laughs> they changed it to Lee's Famous Recipes Chicken. But at that time, it was Church's Chicken. Mm-hmm. And it was two people running from Church's Chicken across the street towards Roger Troutman Studios. It was Roger Troutman and Shirley Murdoch. Wow. I was sitting there. I was sitting there. Wow. I'm in the, I was in the car. I was like, I saw this little curl go. <laughs> I was like, is that? Man. I was told my mother. I was like, it's Roger Troutman and Shirley Murdoch. She was like, boy, don't wait a minute. Mm. Yeah. They was running across the street with, with uh, two bags of chicken. Anyway, I, I, anyway, I, got, I got damn near, I got a damn near story for everything. But anyway, um, you guys chill. When that came out, I, I, who would have thought to use that sample? Mm. Ne- never and, been heard before. And then that was unlike um, the other joints. I didn't hear that first on a video. I heard that one much like you. I heard it on the street. Mm-hmm. I was just walking and I was like oh they playing Roger wait a minute <laughs> I was like who is that <laughs> I was like nah and it, it was nothing you could do though it wasn't like I'm gonna look that up when I get home that didn't exist that's true you just had, you just so had to true. swallow it you that's just true. had to go tell the story to somebody like hey man I heard somebody was rapping over the Roger beat like ain't nobody rapping over the Roger beat like someone was rapping over the Roger beat and then like three weeks later you see the video like ah that's who it is <laughs> you know what I'm saying because all you heard was some you know if somebody was at a stop sign or a stoplight then they read off you didn't get to hear like full verses or anything so you didn't even know the artist you know so it was like uh, oh because oh, I had already knew EPMD but I didn't know that was EPMD mm-hmm. yeah man you got to chill man you got to chill nobody nobody dislikes that song either no you're right you're right, and, and if somebody dislikes it, something's wrong with you. You you must be a communist or something. Man. Um, my number three, man, 1988, man. Oh, great year in hip hop. Criminal minded. Well, look at you, man. Let me tell you something. You man. aren't you precious? <laughs> this guy, this this song, man. It 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 resonates on so many levels for me because BDP at the time I heard them on a tape. Um, one of my boys who lived on my street, um, he had a cousin that lived up north, and that's how we always got our music because obviously there was no internet. Um, so I get this tape and I'm listening to it, and this song comes on, and I'm like, I just remember, and I still remember to this day. I remember telling him, "Yo, play that again." And he's like, nah, we ain't fit. And now keep in mind, this is the first time we're listening to this this album. I'm like, yo, play that again. He's like, well, we haven't heard that. No, play that again. I made this, this is funny. I made this dude play this song four straight times before we finished listening to the album. Man. I, I love it. I, I mean, it it is it embodies hip hop. I mean, from the way the song comes on. Uh, it's it's a classic. I mean, it's it's a vintage hip hop song. It's it's one of those songs that I think honestly that you could kind of put it in a time capsule and you know bury it and say, okay, well, hey, you know, this is this will be for you know people 50, 40, 50 60 years from now. 
um, it is one of the songs that as a father, when you introduce your kids to music, um, like for my sons, it was one of the first songs that I played when I, you know, other than just, you know, them listening in the car, but one of the songs that I played, like, look, I need you to listen to this. And I, I mean, like, I need you to, I don't need you to study the words. I don't need you to bob your head. I don't need you to dance. I don't need you to, you know, to, to two-step. I need you to listen to this. And I've done that for, for my sons. And they've come back with a deeper appreciation for this particular song and this particular music, man. It's just that dope. I mean, you can't front on what's dope. And Criminal Minded comes in at number three for me. A dope ass song, top to bottom, hands down. You can't debate that. Period, point blank. Well, um, since that is my favorite hip hop song of all time, <laughs> I, I, I can't, I, I, I can't argue. I purposely did not put um, that because that's why I prefaced this again. I said, "Look, are we talking favorites? Or right. Are we talking just you know certified? Because because if, if we were talking favorites, my top three hasn't changed. My top five haven't changed. My." Uh, you know, my, 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 my favorite for people that's listening. My um shit, four favorite songs. My top five favorite songs goes um number one, criminal minded. Okay. Number two, my melody. Mm-hmm. Number three, my Uzi weighs a ton. Oh. And number four is Roxanne's Revenge. Those are my top those have been my top four favorite song hip hop songs for my entire life. That's Hands dope. down, always. That's dope. That's dope. It, anybody that knows me, and people are like my Uzi, I love my Uzi Waste of Time, and Roxanne's Revenge. If it wasn't for Roxanne's Revenge, man, Roxanne's Revenge helped me fall in love with hip hop. Anyway, um, number two, right? Mm-hmm. Number two. Number two is it takes two. Wow, I did not see that coming on your list. It takes two. Is one of the greatest hip hop songs to come out in the eighties. Um, if you uh, certified club banger, this song is the epitome of uh, maybe what two hit wonders. I mean, it's just the fact <laughs> that when you have a you got to chill. When you have the symphony, when you have Paul Revere, when you have Criminal Minds, like you expect, like, okay, I expect a banger coming from BDP, from uh, 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 Marley Maul and G-Rap and Kane and uh, EPN. I'm expecting a banger. But who the fuck is Rob Bass? Right. Like, and that was the beauty of hip hop back then when it was just, well, well, this is a banger. This song is incredible. Who is that? I don't know who he is. Who's he down with? I don't know. I don't care. Bismarck, he's in the video. Maybe he's down with the Juice Crew. I don't know. I just know I love this song. Fast forward to now. Well, who, who's he with? He, he, oh, he with Wayne. And I don't like Wayne, so I don't like him. Right. What? what? I ain't rocking with him. Oh, he like Drake. All right, he with Drake. I don't like him because I don't like Drake. Or he with Drake. Okay, he my new favorite because he with he yeah, like Drake. He down with Drake. Like, what? what, what? You even you ain't even heard the song yet, <laughs> but but um, when it it takes two came out and we talked about you know the video I I, I saw it um, I heard it first from the video, um, the fact that Biz was in it 
kind of made me like it a little bit more because he was in the video. Mm-hmm. And I put on um, Twitter a couple of months ago. Everybody that I knew had to learn the dance sequence at the end of that video. Had to. And comma, I still to this day want that green Nike suit. <laughs> if I could have that, that dope, <laughs> I would wear it tomorrow. Oh my god, that Nike suit is incredible. But um, um, but between that, that beat, um, uh, the dance, uh, Easy Rock was the he did the Dougie. At mm-hmm. the end of the yep, joint, he, he did, first he did, did he did the Dougie Fresh after only uh, only other person I ever seen do it besides Dougie Fresh was <laughs> Easy, Easy Rock, um, but um yeah I I had to put that when you you put yours a little bit lower but I was like hey man this, I I judged it by if this song comes on will I or will I not lose my shit you got to. <laughs> <laughs> no so. You know, and it's like that um, that that terrible song that you like um, with the the nine nine and the two thousand. That shit. Um, when the beginning comes on, if you yeah, if you're chilling, if you chilling and you hear right about now, you're about to wait. wait, wait, wait oh, oh. <laughs> and you just wait for the hit it. That's it. That's all you need. Yeah. That's all you need. And, and if you're standing near dance floor uh, and not on the dance floor, you might get trampled. Yeah, you gotta do. Yeah, you gotta you gotta bust out the troop or the something to that song. You can't just that is not a two step song. You gotta not run at it. All. You gotta sweat. Wop it or something. You gotta do something. You gotta do something. You gotta. Yeah. Do, that's that's a that's a great number two. Um, for me, number two. This has so much uh, historical significance to me. Uh, is the message? No, oh, no, nah, nah, the message. <laughs> um. This one resonates with me because I think this was obviously storytelling, um, but I think one of the things that was very important was the picture that was painted. And I remember we heard this song long before we saw the video. The video really enhanced it. But um, as I mentioned, growing up in South Carolina, you know, we lived a certain way, you know, slow, wasn't much going on, so forth and so on. And they, Melly Mel really described how his neighborhood in New York looked and how it sounded and how it smelled and what was going on. Um, and I think, like, again, it goes back to the visuals. And this is, you know, speaks volumes about being able to tell stories, which is what a lot of MCs in the 80s did. And you didn't necessarily need a video because you had this MC, this incredible MC telling you this story about what was going on in his neighborhood. Um, you know, describing what we didn't know was crack at the time, but how it, you know, took over everything and, you know, ravaged the, ravaged the, the community that he lived in. Um, but yeah, man, the message is, is, it's not something, <laughs> it ain't something that's going to get played in the club. It ain't something that's going to, you know, move you to dance or anything like that. But it makes you think. And I think even now, a days, it's still relevant uh, as, as far as the, from a historical standpoint. And then it's still relevant in hip hop. It gave us a sense of being able to tap in and understand and get a better understanding as to what was going on someplace else. And we almost felt like we were there. Uh, but again, it's not a song that's going to make you dance. It's not a song that's going to make you, you know, bob your head or two-step or wop to. 
but uh you know the 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 history of it i think really stands the test of time and that's why i i got it at number two man that song i thought it was the jam right mm-hmm and when it first came out, it was one of the it was one of the first hip hop songs that I heard. It wasn't the first one, but it was might have been like the uh, fourth or fifth. And um, I thought like, oh, this song was crazy. I love this song, um, especially because of the um, and my father loved this song too. Oh, and, I, and I think this is what made me like it more. But because um, it was sunset, down. I don't want to go to school because teachers jerk. Must think I'm a fool. <laughs> And all the kids smoke reefer. I think it'd be cheaper if I just got a job, learned to be a street sweeper. Yo, I was like, yeah, I don't want to go to school either. <laughs> and um, I didn't even know what reefer was for a little bit. No, we didn't. My father knew. <laughs> we didn't and so uh, maybe that's why his that was his joke. But um, but then as um, I got older and listened to the songs some more, I didn't realize how grim that fucking song was. It was. Dude said, and I, I promise you, I didn't get this until I was in my 20s. It was plain to see that your life was lost. You was cold and your body swung back and forth because he hung himself in his mm-hmm. jail cell. Yep. I didn't realize this dude dropped out of school. Started sucking off dudes. <laughs> Well, that too, yeah. Ended up trying to suck off a cop. Got put in jail. Was getting fucked in jail. And then hung himself. <laughs> I was like, what? Living bad. <laughs> you know, I'm still on the, oh, I don't want to go to school. <clears throat> I didn't even, that last verse, dog, was dangerous mm-hmm. yeah man so yeah I was just like hey man don't push me close to the edge ha 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 that fucking last Which verse was boy, classic. <laughs> that last verse was grim as fuck yeah it, it really is it really and, and like you said even when it came out like we didn't understand the severity of you know what he was talking about until we really got older you're like damn what is some serious issues going on in this song but it was a dope song man because it really spoke to you know what was what a lot of people were going through in, in the hood yeah that video could have been so much more that video was awful oh the video was awful but you know what the video looks like it looks like the 80s <laughs> oh it, it looked like fuck it, it looked like down the street from my house that's why listen I could have sworn when I first saw that. I was like, why are they fucking? I mean, I promise you. if you Man, let me tell you something. If if your neighborhood looked anything like that video, I don't know what to say about where you grew up. Oh, and listen, if you, if you go back to my, because I, I was just there. I went back. I had to, you know, go see my mother. Boy, it is depressing. I'm, I don't even know how I made it out of there, man. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I swear it looked like. Man, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all right, man. We we're here. Uh, number one, man. What do you calling have for the number one? Calling on cars. Be on the lookout. <laughs> I should have known, man. I should have known. I should have known. I don't last, know. I don't know why I even asked. Last seen on former Boulevard in the East, alias LL Cool J. He's bad. Can I say that was a dope ass video? Listen. Putting my bias 
aside. The bad song and video is some of the most hip hoppiest iconic stuff that you gonna ever find. That is the first video that I knew people. It's not like a well, what we said about It Takes Two, where mm. it's like everybody got to learn the dance thing at the end. People learned every move he did in that video. Every move. So when that video came out, even down to uh, scrunching the fucking uh, jelly bean and throwing it up in his mouth, everybody knew every part of that video. That is like a shark's fan. Hey, <laughs> that song, in my opinion, man, it's my opinion, man. It's it's, it's top. Top three greatest hip hop songs, man. I, 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 you get no I, argument from me. So here's the story. I told you I got a story for everybody. Good. So, LL Cool J was always he's you know he's my favorite dude because uh, Radio was the first um, hip hop album I ever bought. You know, um, I already loved him. All right, LL Cool J was my dude, and um, so you know that's what it was. I was sitting in the floor watching video soul. Mm-hmm. Donnie Simpson. Donnie, this was this was like a Monday. I remember all this shit, man. And he said, "Hey, coming up after the break, we're gonna um, have a new video from LL Cool J." And I was like. I looked around like it was somebody else in my fucking living room <laughs> because LL Cool J doesn't make videos. The only time you've ever seen LL Cool J is on the back of his album cover or in a, a Blackbeat magazine. Right. Little poster. He doesn't make videos. He didn't make a video for his whole first album. This is true. I tweeted LL and asked, like, yo, what happened why we didn't get a video for the first album? He tweeted back to me because he does that. He told me the reason why he didn't have a video for anything on radio is because he overslept and Russell Simmons got mad at him and said, fuck it, you're not having a video now. Wow. That's what he told me. But, um, so, anyway, I'm chilling. They come back from commercial, and he's like, yeah, we got a world premiere, LL Cool J, um, bad. I'm just like, I mean, my nose is through the TV screen. <laughs> I'm, I'm scooched up as far as I could scooch up. I then, this, and this is my failure, but, so the video comes on, you know, Tasha's out there putting uh, signs on the tree, saying, <laughs> let's fight a drug kills. Um, and then they go grab her. And man, LL's running down the street, slams on the back of the car as it pulls away. Not the whole video. And so the song starts, and then something hits my head like, stupid. Get your radio so you can record the TV so you can have the song. Mm-hmm. But my radio's in my room, and I wasn't missing up. A- Part of this video, I was like, man, I just gotta eat that, man. I was sitting there. I mean, I'm like, wow. I'm looking at the whole video, and so then, because it was you know world premiere, and then nobody know anything about it. So then I went to school the next day, and my boy, 
We was walking because you had to line up to get in the get in the school before the bell rang and all that shit. I was like, man, did you see the video so last night? He's like, nah, what happened? I was like, L O Cool J got a new video. L O Cool J don't have a video. I'm telling you, he has a video. <laughs> About some Cool J cookies and some jelly beans. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, this is what I said. I was like, yeah, cool cookies, yeah, jelly beans, and his hat was a shark. He <laughs> was like, what are you talking about? I was like, man, I'm trying to tell you, it was the greatest song I ever heard in my life, dog. And he was like, I'm bad. And it was like, Cool J, and he had three three DJs. He was like, he only has one DJ. I was like, he had three DJs. Wow. <laughs> I, I had, man. And since when that video came on, I didn't see that video again for maybe a month or two. Mm, wow! And uh, but and it's, so so people was just like, "Hey, had no video because it didn't come back." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you couldn't even confirm it. I was like, I promise I saw it because we ain't had no VCR then. So I was like, I, I'm like, man, I promise, man, he <laughs> had a video. But anyway, that song, man, is so. It's it's everything about hip hop. It's it's the braggadocious rhymes. It's the scratching and cutting. It's um it's 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 a dark beat. It's crazy that it's the theme from SWAT and the um the cartoon theme from um fuck not not Buckaroo. Uh, damn, I forget what the name of the, the cartoon is. Mm-hmm. But that's how that beat is. That's a cartoon. I can't remember what it is. But um, and then the um, the all the other parts is uh the theme from the TV show SWAT. Mm-hmm. But um, just uh, I mean, cause the illest thing. I mean, he says a lot of stuff, but the the thing that that got me, that killed me, was he said, "I make you say go LL and do the WAP." <laughs> See, when people just gloss over that, right? I'm, but you got to think about because the WAP, you know, that was the thing. It's just the thing he's saying something so dope, you just do it all like, man, go LL, yeah, go LL. <laughs> you just do it, do it smiling, man. It's like I make you. Say, Make you say go LL and do the WAP. That's like, that's like uh, saying, uh, fuck, what's the. It's just like, I'll make you say eclectic, you the best and start to twerk. Right. I mean, that's. <laughs> like, I can't help but to fucking twerk and tell you you the best. Man. And the mere fact that them fucking said. Yeah, boy, I bet. Because I ain't met a motherfucker who can do that you yet. Can do that yet. <laughs> And it took me years to figure out that that was a curse word in there because when you watch the video, the car peels the off. Goes, yeah, the car goes. <laughs> so you never hear it. Man, I love man. That's I that song, that and Criminal Minded will always get me out of a bad mood. Oh no question, no question. Yeah, that mm. that, that song you could make you could easily make a case. As to where it would rank in the top, I mean, but it, 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 I echo those sentiments, man. I think I remember watching the video, recording the video, and I never forget. Like, <laughs> it's a quick story for me. Um, we were, I was in eighth grade, and me and my friends, we were talking about entering this talent show, right? And we were trying to figure out what we wanted to do, and somebody had suggested, yo. We could do the LL I'm bad video. 
<laughs> but you know there was no instrumental so it was like if we do it then we're gonna have to be rhyming over his words and you know I ain't like that, you know, because my thing is LL's oh, words yeah. work. And we, you can make a million dollars now. <laughs> You're right. So, and then I was like, well, you know, we don't have an instrumental, so forth. So, so we ended up, we, we, we formed this group and we ended up performing Lean On Me by, uh, who was that? Club Nouveau. Mm. And, <laughs> so we did that. And lo and behold, this kid in my class uh, who I actually played football with? Uh, shout out to my man Keith Taylor. Keith does LL verbatim. I mean, the moves, everything. I mean, but he's lip syncing. But he had everything. He he recorded the video, and so he had the audio from the video. So he had the calling all. I mean, he he had everything. He had Tasha's you know voice or whatever. I mean, like he uh-huh. had all of that in it. And but he's lip syncing, and I'm like, okay. They're not gonna let him win because he's lip syncing, right? We, I mean, we we performed live. We had keyboards and everything. We had keyboards and the drums, and we oh, were singing. Huh? And you know, I was singing "Lean on Me," and I was like, I had, you know, my my homegirl Denise was backing me up. I was like, well, we straight. Guess who won the talent show? Hey man, it's the goat, man. What can you do, man? What can you do, man? What are you expecting uh, to do? And so I remember somebody was like, "Yo, I mean." He's he's rapping, but he's not saying anything, you know. Like so, so obviously there were parents in the talent show. Shouts to uh, putting on the hits. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly what it was. So there were parents in the audience, like okay, like if especially they weren't for me with LL, they're like, okay, this kid is up here, he's moving his mouth, but he's not saying anything. But the whole gym was going crazy because they knew the song. Um, yep. So yeah, man, and and I, I'm I'm not even mad at him. He he won. Um, but yeah, that that song, man, is incredible. Um, courageous, courageous cat and Minute Mouse. Okay, okay, that's, that's the, the thing. Okay, that's gotcha, the cartoon. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, my number one man should come in no surprise. Anybody knows me, man. Uh, my melody, Rock him. Mm, I um, thought you were gonna go with I ain't no joke. I mean, but you know what, man? It's it's like it's like you said about the other songs, like, like about you know Dougie Fresh. I really could, you know, if I if I went that way, I could really pull two, but I wasn't gonna pull two in, in mm-hmm. this in this particular instance. So I, I went with my favorite, uh, my melody, take seven MCs, put them in a uh, in a line. Um, what can I say, man? This, this song is incredible. This is you know one of the signature moments for Rakim on the Paid in Full album, uh, arguably the best hip hop album of all time. Um, one of the things that helped solidify Rakim as you know. The, the God, the God MC. Uh, this song, this album, uh, this song in particular never gets, it never grows tired. Like you said, I could never be in a bad mood or feel mad about, you know, I could be sitting in traffic here in, in Atlanta and we have bad traffic and I could be sitting in Atlanta. You put this on, I'm, I'm in a good mood, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm rapping. I'm, I'm doing whatever. I'm doing the WAP. Um, again, a classic song. Uh, it's debatable as to where you want to put it or, you know, any of his other songs. But much like LL, I'm bad. I mean, these songs are timeless and they still bump to this day. So, you know, you go anywhere. I mean, there are literally people in their 40s, in, the, in their 30s, 40s, and probably some in their 50s that know every move from that LL routine in the mm-hmm. video. And there are people, you know, same age groups 
that know you know every rhyme in this song and and they could tell you everything about this song but yeah that that's that's number one for me man uh my melody hands down hey man it's my second favorite hip-hop song so i ran down my top four um the reason why i didn't say my top five because bad is my fifth so i didn't i wanted to hold it yeah it's my my second favorite hip-hop song of all time it, it will always be my second favorite hip-hop song of all time right at the criminal minded so i the fact that you know it's my melody um what i'm what i'm gonna do because i don't even think you know this what's that have you seen the 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 the, the documentary which one check out my melody no exactly i'm about to put you and your listeners on go on youtube okay and type check out my melody it's 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 two parts i'm gonna send it to you okay uh check out my melody a true story about rakim it it talks about you know making the making of my melody and all of that stuff okay Eric B says that the original my melody was two sides of a cassette tape Mm. like 90 minutes long He's, he's and he was like, I don't, he's like, I gotta go find the tape. He don't even know where it's at. He said, but he has it somewhere. But he said the original was just long as the fuck. How, and that, how did Eric um, B not have that? And that and that um, Rakim had my melody before he met Eric B. Mm. He had, he had the song written. He had the song. He's had the song recorded. But it was a you know, different music. The, right, the right, right. original music and stuff was was kind of kind of whack. But but he said that he said it's on the tape somewhere. But he's he's like I got to dig it up. But he was like the original joint. It, it was just going. Wow. Yeah. De- I, definitely send that to me, man. But yeah, man. Definitely send. And I'm I'm looking at this list, man. You had it five. The symphony. Paul Revere four, you got to chill at three. It takes two at number two, and I'm bad. That that is a great list. I had it takes two. I had the show, criminal minded, the message, and my melody. So we had one. We have one. One that it, it takes two is one that made both. But I mean, mm. honestly, you know, if you like you said, if you went by favorites. I know criminal minded would be on your list. So that, oh, that criminal minded and my melody would, would both be on my list. <laughs> Those are my two favorite hip hop songs of all time. So yeah, that's that's why because I originally had some uh, originally had written down my favorite joints. I was like, and the only other one I was gonna put on there was um, Peter Piper. Okay. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that it still goes hard to this day. Still goes hard to this day. Oh man. So there you have it, folks. Man, we we broke down the '80s, man. Do us a favor, uh, give us feedback, man. Hit us up on the Twitter, hit us up on you know on, on SoundCloud and in the comment section. Let us know you know what you think if we're wrong or if you you feel like you got your own five that's better than the five. With. I, I I looking at this list, looking at E's list, looking at my list. To be honest, I don't necessarily know how you can come up with a better five. 
Maybe you can come up with something close, but I don't know if you can come up with a better five. Uh, but nonetheless, man, before we get out of here, you tell the people where they can find you, man. Where they can where they can catch up with you. Listen, if if you've if you've listened to this to this man's podcast and you don't know how to find me by now, you're failing yourself as an individual. But I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna help you out because it's imperative that you you, you seek you seek me out and uh, and 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 soak up all of this wisdom. Um, Twitter machine, at eclectic, E C L E C T I K. Um, if you want to talk hip-hop, if you want to talk the boom bap, if you want to talk the 80s and the 90s, and if you want to talk just those. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're not talking Drake. No, we are not. And he's um, not talking Kendrick. No, I am not. Hey, man, look, he's in the top 75. Top 75 of all time. <sighs> top 75. Um, but if you want to talk hip-hop, top 80. Top 80 of all time. Um, definitely top 100. Um, definitely no I'm saying that's a good thing definitely top 100 um <laughs> if you want to talk hip hop at tweet rhymes life um um and if you want to talk about the podcast cause it's a hip hop podcast and a regular podcast that's at podcast EDP look if you want if it's something that you want me to do a show about let me know I'm, I might do it um if you want me to have this guy on the show let me know yeah, I might you, I might do it that needs to happen <laughs> um also on your on your um, iOS devices if if you want to listen to a nice podcast go on your iOS device go on your Stitcher radio app go into your uh, SoundCloud and put in um podcast uh the eclectic discussion podcast and you you'll find me um if you want to listen to some hip hop mm. And some hip hop opinions. Let's talk. Look, I, I mean, I'm, I've had rappers on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm, no, I'm no slouch. I had Kwame and Spinderella on the show. You can listen. And neither um, of them have been on my podcast. They're pissed, man. They're, they're torn. Um, but if you want to listen to some hip hop, you know, um, go into your 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 your, your, your Stitcher, Stitcher Radio app. Go on your iOS uh, podcast app. Go into your SoundCloud and put in Encyclopedia Hip Hop. That's also me. Um, and then if you want a little recreation on your Twitter machine, go to at one gotta go. I know you've seen the hashtag mm-hmm. one gotta go. It 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 started. It exists only because of me. Whether that's good or bad because it floods your timeline, I apologize. No, but I um <laughs> I think it's entertaining. But um, you guys gotta stop biting. There's a whole bunch of biting. Yeah, stop biting. But the original hashtag one gotta go is me. The Twitter account at one gotta go is me. Mr. Hard Choices. Um, so uh, that's how you can find me. That's how you can get get what you need. And um, and uh, work for the Bengals this year. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Yo, you guys know how to find me. You found me because you listen to this podcast. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at twelve Kyle the number one two K Y L E. Yo, thanks for checking out another edition of the Twelve Kyle Podcast. So for my man E, I'm your boy 12 Kyle. We'll catch you guys next time. 5,000. (laughs) Hurrah. We go, man. Peace.